Hey, so I watched Black Adam. Oh, and I did not want to watch Black Adam and weirdly <laughs> loved it. Really? Yeah. Is it because of The Rock? Are you a big fan of The Rock now? No, I'm not a big fan of Dwayne The Rock. Dwayne Johnson. No, and I thought like this looks so stupid. Like the previews I thought looked so dumb, but I really felt like it was like a good, exciting DC movie. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It really did. I got to be honest. You hit the the nail on the head on that. It looked yeah. really dumb. Right. It, it looked did. dumb. And I, I don't know if that's like when I saw Pierce Brosnan's in it as like one of like the 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 god hero guys, I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. He's so like, good though. Is He's he really? So yes. And I've heard like mostly bad things from people that I know who watch this. But I and I hated Shazam. I hated the Shazam movie. But it, it's yeah, really, that was tough. That it yeah. Much more like sells it like aquaman did you know like aquaman when they announced that it was like this is nonsense this will never work and then it did i feel like black adam yeah. is in that same arena you know because it's fun i thought like pierce Brosnan's dr fate was good i really liked aldous hodge's hawkman you know you yeah. had cyclone you had adam smasher some other cool dc cameos in there that i'm not going to give away but that surprised me and yeah, I just thought it was a really effective, very relentless, just like fight after fight, color and explosions. Yeah. Uh, but it really worked for me. A little silliness in there. Yeah, some silliness. Did you see yeah, it? I, I didn't, but it, it's okay. it's funny. I was talking to a friend of mine about it at work that were like, you know, they, they're, they're making all these Marvel and DC movies. Well, at least not DC really, but Marvel movies too silly. They're too campy, too jokey. They're, it's hard to tell when you need, like, oh, is this a serious scene or is it a joke? Or, yeah. like, it'll be a serious scene, and then they'll drop some stupid, lame joke, and you're like, ugh. They just, like, ruin the the the, the, the intensity of that scene. Yeah. And it's like, it wor I feel like it works for the kind of B and C list character movies. Yeah. Right? To kind of make them funny, lighthearted, and entertaining, but, like... Mm -hmm. You know, when when they I feel like they've ruined Thor. Like we've like Thor mm. Ragnarok was like it was not serious. And right. that's why it was it kinda good. You know, it was like, all right, that wasn't that bad. But then Love and Thunder is like, oh my gosh, man. <laughs> like everything okay. is a joke. And it's just like <laughs> I wanted a I wanted a decent Thor movie, and his character is now just a just a moron. It, it's just He's the butt of his own jokes, and it's yeah, like, yeah. all right, you're, come on. You're not, you're not wrong, but I am in the minor minority here where I actually really did like Love and Thunder, and I think because like after Ragnarok, I was kind of just whatever about Thor. Like I just was like, all right, I guess he's goofy cool. now. And so that's another one I went in with like zero expectations. And, <laughs> that, like, yeah, I had zero expectations. Well, I was talking to my friend Eric at Radio Meanwhile, Overlord Eric Nichols, and <laughs> we were just discussing how in the early days, the Marvel movies, you know, Iron Man and Iron Man 2 and Incredible Hulk and things like that, really we're like we have something to prove we got to be out mm -hmm. there we have to like yeah. show you the cool things we can do whereas like marvel productions now are so slick and they're just like yeah it's a marvel movie here you go here it is you know it feels like they're biding their time though like it's, something you know yeah. like, when are we gonna get a good movie they keep like everything feels like a filler movie and it's just like yeah. thor love and thunder was not supposed to be filler it was supposed to be the next phase and it doesn't feel phase. like it you know you're right but i yeah. think to eric's point what he's saying was like early marvel movies really had to try to prove something and now the dc movies 
have the stuff to prove. And so, right. Yeah, you know, that's true. That's why Black Adam was just like as intense as it was. But I'd be interested to hear what you think about it. Okay. I'll have to watch it. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. I put it on and my wife was like, oh no, what is this? And she thought I put on Morbius, which I still haven't seen. <laughs> Oh, I and still haven't seen that either. I'm, I'm afraid. When it came up as Black Adam, she was like, oh, no, this is worse. So she didn't <laughs> want to watch it at all. And she was right with me. Like, by the end of the movie, we were like, okay, all right, The Rock. That all was right. a fun That was a fun He's movie. He's a good actor. He really is. Yeah. I think, so for Thor Love and Thunder, I think the two best things to come out of that movie was, I think you said it first. You said the music was really good. You had seen it. Yeah, the music was really good for that, and and that troubles me because like the movie is so bad that I was like, man, this music's actually really good. It's like, but you know, the, like um, the soundtrack is really cool. I bought the soundtrack. Great, yeah. The next day, so, so I thought the best aspect of that movie was that jealous relationship between. Oh yeah, thunder, Mjolnir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mjolnir, Mjolnir and uh, what's the thunder? Yeah. I can't remember. The, yeah. What yeah stormbreaker stormbreaker yeah (laughs) when every time oh man that like when it like comes in out of frame and it's like way to make a character out of a tool and i I just thought that was so great like that killed me that i thought was funny you know i don't know maybe is is black adam that great or is it just the marvel movies are so bad that black adam seems (laughs) good like I don't know that I would say it's that great, but it feels to me like an old school superhero movie that's just like a fun time. And mm, I actually good. did kind of tackle some serious issues. Like there was sort of the question of colonialism when there was like an invading force in this country and like the role right. that Adam was playing in that. I felt like was more than I expected from that kind of movie. And mm. I thought that it was handled well. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really have any complaints. I just thought it was. Welcome to This Endorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. My name is Steve Rudd. I'm Nick Gunning, and we're following the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi to the Ewok TV movies, the 80s cartoon, and beyond. And beyond. Today, we're discussing Season 2, Episode 9A, Browbeaten. This episode originally aired on November 8th, 1986. You might be thinking, wait a minute, last time you said you were going to be talking about the season scepter with Crystal Storm. Well, you know what? You're right, dear listener. That, you that you was, would be right. <laughs> that was our plan today, but we sat down to record and Crystal got called away and we cannot talk about the Leaf Queen without Crystal. So yes. we're swapping the order and we're talking about Browbeaten today. Yes. Today's episode was written by Bob Carew and directed by Dale Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is kind of a, a rarity in the Ewoks, whatever, canon. This is like, almost feels like a lost episode because it's one of three episodes from the whole series that never got any kind of physical media release. Oh, so never on VHS. Never you know, on VHS. A... Wasn't oh, wow. Anything. So it's like it aired in 1986 and then just like sat dormant somewhere out there in the world until disney plus dropped it again shelf man 2021 so yeah Yeah, the vault it was in the disney vault (laughs) right that's right yeah so yeah it's it's just this uh and we have one more that uh that we're going to talk about uh, in a few episodes here that was never released either so kind of cool to to see it again after all that time oh wait it wouldn't have been in the disney vault 
because it would have been in a Lucasfilm vault. Pre Disney right? vault. Pre Disney right. vault. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Vault with yeah, all that's interesting. Holiday special. <laughs> I'm surprised because they're like, like, oh, I don't know. This one's just this is kind of a good episode. We should probably not waste. Yeah, it I don't know. It on I don't, I don't know it's just a matter of like they just stopped doing them before they. I don't know. Things after this yeah, are on right? are on home home video. So I, who Weird. knows? Who knows why this one wasn't selected? It's a loss. It is a loss. It's a misfit episode. That's right. right. That's right. Our featured cast member today is Melanie Brown. So, okay. Melanie Brown was credited as voicing Queen Erga, but you know mm. how they don't list what's what. And it seems to yeah. me like she was the Queen Erga voice in season one. And I can't find any information that says who voices Queen Erga in this episode. So I'm going to guess that since Melanie Brown was part of part of season one, it's probably not her in this episode, mm -hmm. but she was the original voice of uh, Queen Erga. And we haven't talked about her yet. And she's yeah. had kind of an interesting uh, career here. So hmm. a lot of lot of voice credits in, in other 80s shows. She did some voice work in droids and things like that. Uh, she was on Strawberry Shortcake. She voiced Lime Chiffon in Chiffon. Uh, iterations <laughs> of Strawberry Shortcake. But she also has like a, a music career. And she uses really? the name Mella Fresh and has like dance <laughs> hits and things like that so you can go find her you can, she has an active website like she's still going strong wow and she was yeah and she was queen erga it's like mace uh, one so melanie from, brown uh, mace That's has a a, a a singing career from right. uh caravan yep. of courage it's <laughs> great yep. congratulations on calling him mace and not sam as you i did. know I Episode. I actually had to think about it first and I was like, his name's Good. Sam, but I know it's not. I gotta remember what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, let's get browbeaten. Yeah, all right. Synopsis of season two, episode nine A, Browbeaten. The Ewoks are gearing up for the big fishing festival, and Shadu has the Walklings working on a new fishing net. Tebow and Wicket ask Chief Chirpa if they can help with the festival and end up getting stuck cleaning the canoe. Meanwhile, Logre has a shiny new carving for the prow of the canoe. Cut to the Dulocs, who are making their own preparations for the festival. They intend to bring havoc and destruction on the poor Ewoks. They test the strength of their battleship by destroying the nest of some harmless skibs. Back in the village, Wicket can't resist taking the canoe for a test drive. Tebow and Milani are, and Latara reluctantly join him. As expected, Wicket isn't the best with a canoe, and the gang smash into a rock, dumping them into the river. The canoe is fine, but the new prow sculpture is missing. They dive to find it, but decide it must have washed further downstream. We check in with the Dulocs, only to find them stuck on a sandbar. Gornish and Urga aren't too happy, but Umwat cheers them up with, what else? The Ewoks' missing sculpture! The Ewoks come upon the Dulocs and attempt to retrieve the sculpture, but are instead captured. The resulting tussle ends with the Duloc ship sinking along with the sculpture. Back in the village, the Ewoks brace for Chief Chirpa's wrath and are surprised when instead he compliments their honesty and bravery in the face of the Dulocs. Luckily, Logre has a second sculpture in stock. Roll credits. Mmm. They uh they had some dark fantasies when they're at the end here where they're waiting for Chief Chirpa to drop the hammer. Yeah, all right. <laughs> they all sort of like envision what he's gonna do, and he's like throwing Latara like out into the woods, and it's like all the like snapping Tebow's staff. Shooting like, squad. It was like a geez. slingshot shooting yes. squad. I was like, bro. Yeah, was, and they even wow. said kill. They did. 
they're gonna kill us yeah. and i was like okay they're getting a little yeah like it used to be doom right like yeah. oh if, if we don't find it we're doomed you know and die. now they're just like yeah. straight on to killing i guess you know? so oh geez i guess oh, so man. yeah they don't they don't have any uh they don't have any scale of of what's to come <laughs> for them just 100 now nice to see the dulocs again i feel like you know yeah. we, we don't get very many duloc episodes here in season two and i liked that their plan was just to go and like <laughs> mess crap up for the ewoks you know like that's pretty i know much right? the extent of it so and and they actually had like a, a you know, usually their their plans are kind of oafish, but yeah. this one was like that was legit. Like if yeah. they had managed to get their battleship to work and all, I guess all work together, right. they would have, you know, they would have definitely done some damage to the Ewoks. Yeah. But nope. Every every time, it's true. Something goes wrong. It's true, <laughs> and it's usually like with the Dulocs, You know, like Gornish is showing off, or he's like treating people poorly, or whatever, and things are crumbling around him. Yeah. Some weird, <laughs> some weird animation moments in this. There's a at one point I don't I think it's when they're all fighting and everything and the mm -hmm. Ewoks are like messing with their boat. Gornish is reacting and everything, but Urga is straight up stock still. She doesn't move. She doesn't blink. Oh yeah, it was so when, weird. That was weird. Yeah, when they when the skibs yeah latch on and like make it go super fast. Yeah, yeah all of a sudden he falls back and she's like, huh? Yeah, and it's just, I I did think that was weird too. I was just like, what is? But she it's like freeze frame. Like yeah, you have an like initial reaction, still. and it's like yeah, it's like they just forgot <laughs> to animate that. So that was a quirky little moment, uh, oh, little moment that I thought there. We've been getting more. I've in we were talking about this in in the last episode, but more with the parents and stuff. Like we saw Shadow again, mm -hmm. and like Kerpa yeah. had a lot more dialogue and things to do. So I don't know. I still feel like the season two village seems to be like just the family, and that's it. Like you really don't see yeah. like anybody else. It's bizarre. You know, it's true. We're not really getting the family aspect or the village aspect anymore. It's kind of just the gang. Yeah, it's the gang you and know? like whoever they were. Low Grace Hut person. Yeah, they happen Pretty to Pretty much need. that's it. Yeah. But all of this was gearing up to like, there's going to be this huge festival. And we didn't even get like a glimpse of the festival. You know, nope, even not at all. You can cheaply animate something that's like pulled back and you just see like bodies bustling, but nothing. You don't nothing. get it. So, yeah. I feel like that's that's something about season two that always bugs me when it happens. And this, I think, was particularly glaring because the Dulocs whole plan was like all the Ewoks are going to be together. Let's go and destroy them. And we just like never see that. And it feels very like, I, I don't know, like, like we never, yeah, we never empty, see you know? any of it happen. We never see them try. No. We never even see the festival. We never, yeah. you know, like. First season was all about that. Like yeah. you would have, we would have seen the festival. We would have seen yeah. runways and platforms and everything in the village. And yeah. now it's just they they're like doing everything they can to avoid it. The village is basically like interludes after yeah. or like uh, to to begin after credits. Yeah, right. Right. Like if there were an right. advertisement on television and it would boom, you'd see like yeah. a painting of the village and then it would roll to them like on the ground or mm -hmm. by the river and you're mm -hmm. like wait a minute what you know like it's just it's just added to the list of things that's a stark difference from season one but like yeah so much of season one was about like you have to go and do this for the good of the village and there's everybody there but here yep. it's it's just like you know wicket's got to get another dumb thing to put on his belt and that's it yeah it's so dumb. you know yeah kind of, kind of cute when they tried the uh you know, they had the like the straws in their mouth, and they were under like lily pads trying to get to. That was uh, a good idea. There's you know, ingenuity decent, again. You know, decent thoughts there. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. had a fine time with this episode. You know. Yeah, uh, it, it quick. It wasn't nothing, serious. Nothing it wasn't it. complicated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I guess it gets points for having the Dulocs back and, uh, yeah. you know, just kind of connecting it to the earlier days. So, oh, Erga too is hurt. So every time we do see the the Dulocs, they are animated slightly and colorized slightly. Well, everything's colorized slightly different. Yeah, but they seem to be just they look way different. They're less lime colored mm -hmm. and they're more like like mucky green. Yeah, and it just doesn't. I don't know. They just. Erga looks terrible. She does. And you know, the animation on the Dulox was also a lot worse. It would seem like there wasn't yeah. as many of it. So their movements were real like jerky and, and weird, mm -hmm. probably because they have a million frames of moving Ewoks to use and they don't have that for the Dulox. So, yeah, you know, but I, I noticed that too. That I just felt like they looked, uh, they looked weird. They looked a little goofy. They look in so. the ones that were on the front of the, their battleship. They were two different, very different sizes, which is the first time we've kind of seen that. Every yeah. Dulock seems to be the same size. Yeah. They the, look like, they almost looked like dogish. It was, yeah. Like, there was, there was weird. something really weird about the animation of the boat. I I was confused when I realized that it was actually Dulocks who were rowing because it looked like, I don't know, it, it looked like the full-size Dulocks and then tiny little Dulocks. It was weird yeah, it was, respective the, stuff happening. So Yeah, they had a little trouble. They had a little trouble when it, when it would be pointed up to like the uh the bow of the boat and you you didn't know they were moving because right. nothing in the sky was moving right. to give that perspective that they're traveling so they were like what oh we're gonna run into something and i'm like oh i didn't yeah. even realize they were moving you know <laughs> yeah so weird, stuff. weird yeah. stuff uh what what if anything was your oak of arc moment this time around um for me the oak of arc was the fact that the ewoks actually help them row you know like <laughs> right like in the middle of the ocean yeah you're not gonna jump overboard yeah you're definitely gonna die yeah but they're, they're like on a river yeah just jump just jump they're the not river. gonna get you right. you know i was yeah. like just just, just jump off just yeah. jump off yeah so that to me i was just like oh really <laughs> they're actually helping <laughs> so yeah i get that so what about you i think just the resolution to me was really corny like Oh, oh, don't yeah. worry about it. Logray has an identical sculpture right here that you could just put on instead. It was like, well, then what was this all about? What was I know. <laughs> they also used the boat when we they shouldn't have. Right. There's yeah. Like, right. Like, yeah. The only yeah. reason this happened was because they were they were only supposed to clean the boat and put it in the water, but instead they went for a joyride and lost everything and caught, like caused all yeah. these problems. But he's like, you know what? You were brave in the face of the problem that you caused, yeah. and the what sculpture that was important George? was not important anymore because we have an identical oh, yeah. one. Because we have an identical one. So yeah. I guess Lograde just got that on Etsy. I guess probably just got a couple. I guess must be. Yeah. So I thought that Custom. was I thought that was cheesy. Like it just that a, was pretty a, cheesy. Yeah. A weird resolution for that. What about your uh, Ijiwawa moment? What uh, what what was the best for you? What do you think? Hmm. I always like it when they show that they're clever. So I thought like the lily pad thing was a good idea. And the fact that they're trying to like sneak and get to the boat and everything, it didn't work out, but I liked that. I liked that whole concept. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Cause you know, that's what the Ewoks to me always were. These like ingenue. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Inge ingenuity. Yeah, what's, what's for that? What is he? In yeah. Ingenious, right? Ingenious, ingenious right? Yeah. 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 Ingenuity. Genius. Ingenuity. There yeah, were these know. little uh, little ingenious guys, you know, wicked just smart. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what about yeah. you though? Um, for me, it was that tiny little scene when that like moth was flying and the two toads, <laughs> yeah, tried to the two toads spit out their tongues to try and catch it, and they yeah. actually catch each other's tongues. Right, the moth 
escapes, and then the two toads just when they like, were when they retract their tongues, they just donk knock yeah. into each other and fall into the water. I thought that was actually really funny. Yeah, like, I, funny. I had to rewind and watch that again because I was like, "Huh, that I was like, really good." Like when when they were diving for trying to find the sculpture, and they kept pulling up, like, "No, that's a log, that's yeah. a stick, or whatever." And one of them pulls up like a jellyfish kind of thing. But one pulls oh, yeah, up kind of like a conch shell, but then a like a tortoise type creature like sticks its yeah. arms and legs out. I like that too. I thought that, that was pretty good. That too. was pretty fun. I liked that. Yeah. I like that little guy. So you know, <laughs> that's good, right. That, I, I, almost, I forgot about it. that. Was a good scene. Yeah, that was yeah. clever. Like a log. Yeah, like a brick of mud. Yeah. That and then the funny thing is too when they got out that octopus jellyfish thing was still on latara and she yep. had to like rip it off and yep. toss it yeah that was that was good yeah that was pretty funny, funny yeah. all around i thought this was a fine episode i think i'd kind of rank yeah. it about where i did the last one 3.5 or so you know yeah oh man that low that seems low oh, you're higher okay oh yeah yeah i'm, I'm like a four it's like a, a harmless four. episode it's okay. like it wasn't great but it wasn't bad i just need that resolution i think that resolution the resolution is lame yeah i just that i agree that (laughs) oh you did you 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 did what i told you not to do don't worry about it you know like that that bothers me (laughs) i'm just like no because we went from season one where there were clear moral lessons to learn and now it's just like a free-for-all man like who gives a rip you know especially like the adults they act however they need them to act in that episode. Like there's no yeah. through line with like what those characters are and everything. So yeah, that, that bothered me, but no, all right. You can be more generous than me. That's fine. Hey, it's, you know, it's Christmas time. That's true. It's, it's the season to be more generous. That is be true. More generous that is until an episode completely disappoints me. Right. Then I'm going right. to destroy it. Yeah. And, and on that note, next time, mm. It's Life Day, and in a Life Day miracle, we'll be back watching the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special with our old pal, Jesse Riles. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I'm actually excited about this one because we've Uh, watched these in a different order. Like, this was the first one that came out. So, And I remember liking it, so I look forward to seeing this again. Okay. Yeah, me too. I look forward to seeing it. I I watched it. I I only watched it it. once. I watched it once when it first came out and never again. So, yeah, Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it again. And I remember that Ewoks show up in it. So, okay. So I know okay. that I know that we at least see Ewoks on screen and I'm going to count that. I will watch anything Star Wars Christmas okay. except for the Christmas special. Oh man, it's so I can't. I don't think that I had um, watched all the way through the original holiday special. So that's another thing that I'm kind of interested in going back and rewatching this Lego Lego version because Lego I know that ver- there yeah. are homages to it and I probably missed them the first time. So we should keep yeah. an eye out for what's what's a callback. All to right, we'll have a little, we'll game. have a, we'll have a little segment, a callback right. segment a of like, oh, that was video. a, yep. it was from the original. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm actually looking forward to that episode, and after that, hopefully, we can we can get Crystal back on because I know she's watched the episode and she's excited yes. to talk about it. So the season scepter is coming, everyone. It's coming, right? And uh, yeah, we're excited for Crystal to be on again. Always, always, always exciting to talk to Crystal. All right, gang. We'll see you next time. Steve, so long. Hey, have a good one. This Endorian Life was brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include 90s Music Got Me Like, previously on X-Men, and 9021 Here We Go. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter 
at Endorian Life. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts.